I'm Sean. I'm Kai. And together, we're the Shy. Welcome to the Shy Guys podcast, where we talk honestly about the ups and downs of confidence, relationships, and the road to self-improvement through the lens of two 20-something guys from Melbourne, Australia. We're not perfect, but hopefully through our conversations, there'll be plenty to learn from. Welcome back to the show, guys. Yeah, we're back after a little bit of time. A bit of a break, you know. A bit of a break. Things going on. A lot of things going on. But what has been going on, Kai? Um, well, I went through this self-improvement journey and I was just smashing things like going to the gym every single day, meditating like three times a day. I was eating well, saving money. And I don't know, for some reason, I felt like I lost myself. And I noticed that friends and, and people around me started treating me differently as though I I wasn't a pleasant person to be around. And then it was actually one night when actually Sean, you came over and you told me like, you were talking about some kind of innovation thing at work and you said, and I was like, great, you're doing such great, great work. I'm really glad that you were taking my feedback and then implementing it. And I think Sean felt uncomfortable about it. And I think I'm really lucky to have a friend like Sean because... He's very honest with me and he basically said that didn't feel very right. It didn't sound like the real Kai. Something just didn't sit yeah. sit well with that that phrasing. Yeah. And what I realized was that I was taking credit for Sean's success. Because I think deep down, even though I was going through this self-improvement journey and I was succeeding in many things, I still felt the need to be validated. And I lost that empathetic side of things and that human side of things where I just became a robot. Like every single project, every single goal that I had, this had actionable tasks and I was ticking them off. And then even like communicating with friends and hanging out with them, I treated that as a ticking box exercise Mm. saying, I've done this, I've helped Sean and therefore I'm a good friend. No, that's not how it should be. And I realized that's, that's just how my, my dad used to talk to me when um, I would win sporting competitions when I was young or like when I would do good on a test, he would be like, aren't you glad that I taught you how to play table tennis? You wouldn't have won without me. Mm. Or aren't you glad that I taught you how to write the alphabet when you were young? Because now you can speak English. And yeah, and I realized I did, I did the exact same thing as my dad. And I don't want to make anyone feel that way. I'm going to be writing an article about this, about how my self-improvement journey led me down a path of being less authentic and more alone. So yeah, I'm, I'm really glad that I have people around me who can call me out on my shit. Mm. So thanks, Sean. No worries. <laughs> no worries, man. Yeah. Yeah, I think that it's interesting that you mentioned like a self-improvement journey. I suppose the way we phrase it a lot on the podcast is it's not really a there's just a block of time and you you have a journey and then you stop yeah is how we don't want to approach it but it it sounds like it kind of was like that in some ways you were just like today i'm gonna do all the shit Mm. yeah i'm gonna do it and then bam i've done it all i'm gonna be great because of that and like because i was getting positive results i was getting like good feedback from work colleagues from very senior people it was reinforcing that 
that I was doing the right thing. Mm. Even though deep down, I felt really uncomfortable with it. Mm. But I, I'm like, logically, I have nothing to be upset about. I yeah. think we'll leave this to your article. Plug that a bit more yeah. uh, later on. Anyway, how are you doing, Sean? How am I going? <laughs> I think I'm going like pretty reasonable. I think like the main thing that I can say is... I mean, we've been talking a lot about dating and things like that Indeed. on the recent podcasts, but recently I am in a relationship and all I can say is that I'm very happy. That's about it. Yeah. And sometimes it's weird being just happy, right? Yeah. I think that's the, the thing that I need to get over. Just <laughs> yeah. like, ah, how's that going, Sean? Yeah. yeah, really good. It's like, nothing's wrong? Anything else? No, no it's just really. like, I feel like I, the main thing that I say to most people is I feel like I'm going into this with a good head on my shoulders. Yeah with lessons that I've learned from in the past, not saying that I'm flawless and I won't make mistakes, mm. but I feel like I'm approaching it in a way that is yeah, very different to how I've done it uh, in the past, which has often yeah. been, uh, I guess, not for the right reasons. Mm. So I, I think me and Sean really promote making mistakes and failing fast. The faster you fail, the faster you learn. So... I think just that's that's our one of our mottos, I guess, that I just made up. <laughs> yep. I, I guess I failed in the past. Not particularly fast, though. Yeah. Failed in the past, but, but not fast. But the faster you fail, the faster you learn, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So start failing, guys. Start Hurry failing. Up. Just fail. Keep, fail as fast as you can. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. So, moving into the bulk of everything, we'll be talking about breaking the touch barrier. Getting to the last point of our Courtship 101 series yep. on things what yep. happens after you go on the date and so on yeah. and so forth well, obviously you have sex right so what we <laughs> want to talk about is i mean that's not necessarily i don't want to say the end goal but it's certainly something involved human touch is something that's really really powerful and mm. i think um maybe both of us know in our own experiences yeah like kai for example with you human touch how is that been difficult been easy in your life yeah that's a good question so i came from a family that that weren't very touchy at all they didn't show physical affection so i've i don't i've never seen my parents kiss i've never seen them hug and frankly they never do that to me either they never hug me or kiss me so whenever especially during high school and primary school whenever parents would hug their kids i'm like i felt kind of upset because i never had that from mm. my parents and that affected me as an adult because i wasn't able to be physically affectionate with people mm. it would be very uncomfortable with me mm. however through my i guess previous relationships and my current relationship i've learned how to be comfortable with touch and i learned how important it is to connect with people mm-hmm. so yeah in contrast though my family was very like my, my parents would hug me when I did, like, did well on things and things like that. Typical, mm. you know, green, green lawn kind of family. Yeah. But in university, I felt like I had such difficulties, like, interacting with the opposite sex mm. in terms of just, like, you know, making the move of holding hands or touching their leg or, or touching them on the shoulder. Those were, like, unfathomable <clears throat> because yeah. I was so reliant on my words. Or touching their boobs, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So I was so reliant on words and so reliant on just like talking shit, essentially, that I really failed to realize how powerful human touch can be in crafting a connection. And that's what we'll really be talking to about that. Yeah, ability to get through your fear of touching someone. So the next step is to talk about the obstacles when it comes to uh, physical intimacy or touching someone. 
and we, we have things like the fear of rejection, um, fear that you're a bit awkward, worrying about being too sleazy, like you're being that kind of guy that's just like the... Hey, 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 hey lady, and, and he puts his arm around her. Exactly, exactly. Being that fuckboy kind of feel that you don't want to have. And, or simply, you just don't know what you're doing. You're, yeah. not, you're not doing it right. And people don't like when they have a feeling of like, ah, oh, I'm doing this wrong. Yeah. I think with the fear of rejection, ever, everyone has experienced that. Mm-hmm. Um when I was at uni, I remember that I was really attracted to this um, to this girl, and she was teaching me a language one time, and I was just like, usually she would hug me for some reason. I I felt that day that I was very sweaty and smelly for some reason, and I was like, what if she smells me? What if like she hugs me and then like she says, Kai, you smell like shit. Get out, get out of my life. You know, I was, I was really worried about that. Um, so yeah, do you have any examples of, you know, fear of rejection when it comes to touching? Yeah, I think like for me, I feel like I didn't, what I used to be like very afraid of, I used to like just not take action because I felt that I was Mm. just doing it wrong Mm. or that I would just be like, I would do it incorrectly and people would make it feel like, "Mm, this just doesn't feel weird. Why is he touching me? This feels weird. Yeah. But what I started to realize is that you have to kind of give up on the doing it right kind of feeling. Yeah. You just kind of have to do it. Your intention should lead your actions. Yeah. And a lot of time, if you do it wrong, yeah. you do it right. Mm. If your intention comes across, the other yeah. person will either say, oh, fuck off. Or, yeah. hey, well, you're trying your, your best to have human contact. Exactly. Yeah. And um, they'll appreciate it. Because I feel like as long as your intentions are in the right place. Yeah. And the person is empathetic enough to see that that you're not trying to hurt them or trying to make them feel awkward in any way. Be a sleaze bag. Or be a sleaze bag. You know, if the person's like, you know, I guess a decent person, they will, you know, usually accept it and be like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, you know? it's fine. And even if he's a bit awkward. Even, even if he smells a bit sweaty. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, we really promote like making mistakes because yep. both me and Sean, I think we're pretty bad at touching. Not just girls, but guys too. <laughs> yeah, just, I feel like we 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 as friends yeah. did not hug much at all during uni, and we never hugged at all like during high school or uni. Yeah, and it was only I only hugged you like for like for real for a real moment was when you left for Japan because I realized yeah. this is a big thing and I need to hug him for this for this moment. Yeah. Otherwise, I won't. Otherwise, I won't connect with him. Yeah. And I feel like during that hug, like, we both started tearing up. Yeah. And I was like, this is so gay. <laughs> not, not that gay, being gay is a bad thing. But, <laughs> but it was very, just like, this is a very bromance moment. A very bro- bromancy, yeah, moment. Exactly. Yeah. And, but the thing is, like, that bromancy moment couldn't really happen if we were just like, see you later, bro. And we just, like, high-fived each other. Well, not even high-five, man. Just gave, gave the, the head nod. You no, know? see you, bro. See you, bro. bro. And deep down, you just want, you want to touch. <laughs> deep down, you just um, want to touch. Yeah. So, uh, that kind of hints at, like, what, are, what really we encourage in terms of yeah. ways to... Again, we're going to be going through a few things. Like, yeah. like the best way to mm-hmm. understand the, a, a girl... Yeah. And how they are being receptive so mm. that you can be like, oh, okay, she'll be receptive to touch. Yeah. But I guess the main advice we would give is just be fearless. Yeah. Be ready to just give it a try. He'll look like an idiot. Yep. X amount of times. Yeah. But practice doesn't make perfect. Yeah. As long as your intentions are there. Yeah. Good intentions. Yeah. No matter how much you yeah. do it, no matter how much you like, 
touch a girl's leg and she starts to like get wet or something like that (laughs) or no matter how much you touch her leg and she's just like oh that feels weird yeah yeah like it's not how you touch her a lot of the time Mm. it's your intentions and your genuineness of your intentions correct correct make mistakes it's going to be fine you'll learn from it and we do recommend starting small Mm -hmm. so like just you know start small give them high fives we'll delve into this further later yeah look look out for signs where you know they're receptive to touch Mm. so they're very comfortable with you yeah i guess the next thing is you want to look for signs that um the other person is open to touch yeah so we we do recommend of course you know giving it a go but obviously if they look really frigid (laughs) really uncomfortable and you haven't even touched them yeah putting your hand on their shoulder will not go very well at all yeah so like if they if they slap you probably don't try and touch them again no no yeah so you gotta be yeah you gotta be a bit (laughs) be a bit aware exactly um so some positive signs that the girl uh is open to your touch would be just eye contact yeah when they have like really these these deer and headlights kind of look doe eyes doe eyes exactly and that can only focus on you. Yeah. They're also, their body language, their body is le- naturally leaning into you, into mm. your space, into your bubble. So it shows that she's comfortable being in your bubble and she's comfortable with you being in her personal space. Mm. That's another good sign. Uh, you can also, another sign would be how they mirror your actions. So they're basically copying your body language. Mm. That's a very universal sign that someone is very comfortable with you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and girls, like, subconsciously, they, they play with their hair sometimes because they're, they're kind of preening themselves. They're trying to look good for you. Mm. Um, and always the smile is a classic one. They're the smiling. smiling. If they're, if someone's smiling across from you or smiling at you, yep. you know you're doing something right. You know something, something is going okay. If they're just kind of neutrally, not really looking at you, kind of, it's not the go-ahead. Yeah. Yeah, but what are some signs that aren't good? Yeah, some signs good. that aren't good. Yeah. But I feel like very closed body stance where you're like kind of guess, punched in the corner where you're yeah. trying to be as far away as possible. I, I guess it would be the opposite of everything we said. It's basically like, the opposite. Like no eye contact. They're leaning away from you. Yeah. They're not moving actions. They're not focusing on you. They're not playing with their head. <laughs> they're not really... When they, Also, when they're not really in the conversation. Yeah, they're not listening to you. Yeah. Mm. But I feel like it's important not to get too wrapped up in those kind of things in your head. Yeah. Just kind of yeah. go along with the conversation. Yeah. And if you kind of, on the periphery, mm. pick up these signs, yeah. then, okay, I think there might be something here. Because sometimes when you read into the into these signs too much, you're not living in the present moment anymore. Mm. You're worried about how they're perceiving you or what you're doing wrong. And some people yeah. can be naturally nervous. Some yeah. people can be naturally not very touchy. Yeah. So it doesn't necessarily mean that you're having they're having a bad time. Mm. It really depends on the girl. It really depends and on you too actually. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, some examples that we wanted to talk about. Yeah. So for me with my current partner, probably one key moment that I remember on one of our very first few dates. Mm. She was like, "How big's your hands?" Oh man, as big as yours. <laughs> <laughs> and how how big is your hand? Yeah. And then suddenly she put out her hand, yeah, as if to. So I put my hand on hers, yeah. And naturally, if you want to measure hands, right, yeah. you, you touch hands with each other, yeah. And that was a moment where it felt like, ah, I guess she's comfortable with being in that kind of in that experience in that position, yeah, where she can be touched. You know what they say. If they're comfortable with your hand, they're comfortable with something else. With, with holding your hands. Yeah. <laughs> and for yourself? I guess I really resonate with the mirroring side of things. I just notice when... Like, you, you just like go throughout the entire date 
And then somehow you just pick up like, oh wow, she she her legs crossed, and my right arm is I'm I'm leaning on my arm, and she it's always she, or she her head's tilting this way, and I just notice these things like oh, mm. you don't really pick it up until you're having a great time, like mm. oh. They're doing the same thing as me. Yeah. And I feel like that's a great sign. Yeah. And um, I think like all these things we just culminated, I think it's a very us term that we often use. It's when you're vibing. Mm, that's the yeah. feeling when you're vibing, when you're leaning into each other, the conversation is kind of hyping up. Yeah. You're really into each other. Yeah. And you're looking at each other, smiling, having a laugh. Yeah. It, it kind of reminds just me like of... Just like right now. What? Oh, dude. <laughs> kind of what my, my friend said, actually. Oh, I heard it from somewhere. It's like, it's not what they say or do. It's what... It's how they made you feel. You remember how they made you feel. Yeah. So, and I think with these positive signs, you'll know when you can escalate things and initiate something further. So moving on, we talk about these zones of comfort is Mm. how we'll describe these. So once you realize that you're getting all these positive signs from a girl, you start to realize Mm. that I Mm. want to be able to, I want to touch her. Like I Mm. want to get this to a place where we can feel comfortable, you know, with with human contact. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess we've broken it down into three zones. Yep. Uh, we, we call it low, middle, and high. So the lo- at the low stage, you're just trying to establish trust. Yeah. And you want to get them, yeah, with trust, they'll be more comfortable with your touch and be more open with it. Yep. So, for example, we were mentioning, like, just give it a give it a shot, right? Yeah. This can mean just, like, touching them on the shoulder. Yeah. Or, like, it might, you might be very bad at this. Yeah. Kind of awkwardly. Oh, ah, yeah. But because you express those intentions, yep. suddenly these more positive signs will start to come through. Mm. The other person will realize, oh, they've, they've touched me. They must, they must they be must, something there. Yeah, exactly. And then they'll start leaning into you. Then they'll start to be yeah. more attentive to you. They yeah. all kind of combine together. Yeah. But it really starts off from being brave enough yeah. to do that first initial contact. Yeah. And that's the low stage. Exactly. So what would you kind of classify a few kind of actions that are like, like this? I guess for a low stage, um, I like giving high fives. Mm-hmm. So if they say something awesome, like they achieve something, like high five, I put my hand up. And if they go for the high five, it's like, that's a good sign, right? Mm. Um, well, sometimes, or they could be a complete dick and just feel like, I'm not giving you a high five. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> you um, smell sweaty. <laughs> That's going to be the running gag. Um, and uh, there's a high five, but I reckon also touching them on the elbow or the upper arm when you emphasize a point uh, or you should give them a little side hug. Um, it's, just, it's a good way to test the waters to see if yeah. they're comfortable with it. Because if they're obviously very like not comfortable with that, mm. you know that, all right, this is not um, no nothing's gonna really happen here i can't really go further than this exactly yeah exactly. so it's it's good to kind of approach yeah. it in that way and i think mm. it avoids how people feel like being sleazy because you're not like you're not just suddenly making out with them or something like that yeah you're kind of yeah. being like all right let's see how you react to this exactly. okay not gonna happen yeah and, and the arm is a very non-sexual place yeah it's, it's just very Pretty safe. It, it could be seen as a friendly thing too. Yeah, it could be seen as a friendly yeah. thing. Um, yeah. But however, we do have one hack from the shy guys. Mm. So to break past that touch barrier to initially, you can just go for the hug. The right at the start. start. Right at the start. Right. At so the once start. you've hugged, man, everything else is like, it's it's yeah. You've already hugged. You've already embraced. Yeah, you've already <laughs> embraced. And I feel like. At least in Western society, hugs are very straightforward. Hugs mm. are very just like, yep, that's what you do when you meet someone for the first... Well, yeah. you're on a first date, maybe you've met someone, mm. online dating, maybe someone from your social network, whatever. Yeah. But you meet them and you're like, hey, nice to meet you. Yeah, Give them a hug. Exactly. And but, I feel like that, that cuts a lot of stuff out of it. 
Agreed. Mm-hmm. And we know that not everyone's going to be comfortable with that. So just do what you're comfortable with. Yeah. 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 Um, so the next se- section is the middle part, the middle zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we move on, I also wanted to emphasize, we've mentioned this a few times, but mm. often the environment can lead you to be able to do a lot of these actions more effectively or not. Yeah. yeah. So we mentioned that, for example, brunch dates and dinner dates are not Ooh. very good. Why are they not very good? Because you're point. often right across each other from a table. That's correct. You That's cannot... Right. They're so far away. Yeah. So you can't mm. really initiate any of these things. And it, you can't really create that feeling of romance mm. with just words. That's a good point. Location and setting is very important mm. to be able to initiate that touch in the first place. Yep. So, yeah. Great point. Yep. Anyway, on to the middle section you were saying, guys. So, I guess the middle section is when you, you've already tested the waters and you can tell that they're reciprocating your touch. Mm, they're showing um, those positive signs. They're showing, they're showing interest, right? And this is when you can escalate it to a point where it's you're basically showing them that you're attracted to them and yeah. you want, I don't know, so maybe some, some sexual touch, some heat, heating up heating up mm. the vibe. This is touch that yeah. no longer is at the point of just friendliness. Correct. This is point that once you go for this, yeah. it's very clearly saying, I'm yeah. attracted to you're you. You're clearly stating your interest. Yeah. So what are these... What do you do in this zone? Mm. I think touching their waist, like near the stomach area or their lower back. So I feel like this is a big escalation point. Like a girl's back is one of the most sensitive areas. I think it's backed by science. Don't quote me on this. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's a sign for intimacy. It's a sign of intimacy and it's also very protective too. Mm. So like when you walk a girl through a crowd with your, your hand on their lower back or when you open a door for them and you kind of guide them through the door you're being intimate and you're protecting them at the same time. Mm. Yeah, and it can be done very subtly through actions like, yeah, walking them through a crowd or a door. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like as, this especially works when you're on a date, for example, when you're going mm. through like a big festival or something like that. Yeah. You can create a feeling of intimacy by just saying like, hey, let's go here. And we kind of like... Exactly. Just intuitively end up touching. Yeah. Um, also in the middle zone, this one can get a bit heated as well, mm. but... We go from this knee to thigh area. Yeah. That is a very obvious time where it's just like, this is this is getting a bit sexual. That's right. Once, yeah. um, once you're touching someone on the leg. But I feel like actually this is, I really like this zone. Yeah. This is probably more than the lower back. This is exciting stuff. This is, no, but more so it just feels very warm and comforting to have someone touch, touch your leg. It's getting hot in here. Yeah. So all your clothes. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, that's that's another good one. Yeah. So we got the high. The the next zone is the high zone. All right. So the one that I'll talk about before we get to kissing. Yeah. Let's talk about holding hands. Oh, this is a big one. <laughs> this is cute. Holding yeah. hands. Yeah. No, but actually, holding hands is actually a very very big deal for a lot of people, yes. guys and girls, especially mm. in public, mm. um, because holding hands with someone in public is basically showing to the world. Yep. I'm with this person. Yep. Yep. And um, to be so open like that is, is very, very difficult. Yeah. So walking out of a restaurant and grabbing, grabbing a girl's hand, yeah. that can be like quite a big deal. That's a really big act for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've got a flip side to, flip side to this actually. Tell me more. It's like, I remember one time I was seeing a girl casually and like, I wasn't really invested, invested in her at all. Mm. But like she grabbed my hand, just holding hands, you know, in, 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 in twining fingers and... Mm. I felt really weird. 
Yeah. It, it wasn't it wasn't at that point. It felt too intimate. Exactly, right? So yeah. the holding that's why the holding hands is in the high zone, Kai. Yeah. You weren't there yet. I wasn't there yet. You should have touched your leg a bit first. Oh, exactly. I was still in the low, man. Yeah. I just wanted a high five. <laughs> <laughs> so But anyway, yeah, yeah, so um holding hands can can be quite a big deal. Mm. All right, okay. next. The next step to... would be uh I guess starting the process, starting the process of kissing. So I guess you can always start with the peck on the cheek, and and like why why is a kiss so important, Sean? Well, some some people actually have the peck on the cheek as in like the hug zone, like some people yeah. like give a hug and a peck on the cheek. That's no, it just depends on each person. It depends on each person. Yeah. Um, I would take that as yeah. Anyway, um, but why is a kiss so important? It's a really good question. I feel like kissing has been ingrained into us as humans as really to be. I guess, a st- as you said, the start of the process that leads to sex a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah, so could, since yeah. it's in that zone of like, yes, we're getting really hot mm. and heavy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been ingrained in us, of course, from like pop culture and things like that. Yeah. We've ended up in this place where kissing is, yeah, just very, very important. Yeah. And um, a peck on a cheek, less so, but actual like lip to lip contact. That's it's like a vow. It's like a vow of something. I don't know what it means, but it's like a vow. It doesn't mean like you'll be with them forever or anything like that. But it's like a feeling that like, for example, when you go on a camp and you're like, oh, I made out with that guy. It's like that guy became something important just just, because you touch lips. They've just leveled up like multiple stages where if they just put their hand on your back, lower back, it's like, yeah. Yeah. But once you guys have made out, it's like a new level. Yeah. I feel like it's because putting your hand on the back or hand on the leg, it's not like you've taken anything. Yeah, but a kiss takes something. It's almost like pre- like pre-virginity. It's like you've, yeah. you've, you've lost your kiss virginity. In some ways. You know? In some ways. With that ways. person. Yeah. 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 Kissing is the, other, is the other big one. I guess you guys want to know, like, when do you know you can kiss them? Yeah, right? going in for and the kiss. Going in for the kiss. Like, usually, I, I want to say you'll just know, but sometimes you, you, you don't know. Sometimes yeah. you're oblivious, right? Depending yeah. on the person. Yep. Um, I feel like there's really intense eye contact and you guys yeah. are very close, which is like a brunch date. You can't really make out with them, right? Yeah. <laughs> so um, they sometimes, what I found is that they look at your lips and your eyes a lot. Mm. So like they kind of triangulate through your eyes and your lips and they keep moving up and down and they just know what they want. They want to kiss you. Mm. And then what do you do as a, as a guy? You just go straight in and kiss her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> basically, yeah. But I think that I guess when that moment comes, yeah. I, as I said, there there is a vibe where like you're kind of looking very straight in each other's eyes. Mm. You really need to be take that courageous leap. That doesn't last forever. No. They'll have a feeling of like, I want him to kiss me. And if oh, you don't... Yeah, if you don't, you've lost your chance. Mm. Like, make sure... it's you, you, you might make mistakes. I, I've made mistakes where I could have kissed someone and I didn't. And I regretted it for a very long time. Beat myself up and, you know... Nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's almost like a, a test in a way like girls want you to kiss them mm. or if you're lucky enough the girl can just kiss you like they just go for it well yeah if you're, but that doesn't always happen that, that doesn't happen very often it doesn't happen very often yeah so you've just kissed yeah one thing to do when you first start kissing yeah is just kiss on the lips to begin with That's test it. the grounds yeah don't don't, don't, start... don't shove your throat down a girl's throat immediately. That, is, that yeah. is not the way to go about it's, things. You see, I can't even do that because I'm tongue-tied. But. <laughs> but yes, so yeah, make sure that like you just kind of started off that way. Yeah. And then again, a lot of guys might be not very great at this. Mm-hmm. This is one where practice really does 
do a lot of wonders. It does. I think. Yeah. Um, in terms of uh, making out. Like, yeah. To be completely honest, I used to like practice. I used to make out on my hand. Yeah, I think that's actually what a lot of people do. I just like literally. I I go to town with my hand. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, let's make out. Yeah, and I pretend it's my crush. Like back in university. Um. Ah, uh, the days. Yeah, the days. Anyway. The days. Um. So. After you have the initial kiss, you start. It starts getting hot and heavy. Yeah. This is when you start making out. This is when hands go everywhere. The hands you go know? everywhere. Things and, are happening. And where do you put your hands when you're making out? Like wherever you want to put them. No. Well, like no, I was thinking like the girl is just like, oh, your eyebrows are so thick. They're making out. Putting, <laughs> <laughs> putting their hands on my eyebrows. Oh, your eyebrows. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, but ideally, you want to kind of embrace. Is I guess the great the yeah, best default way that's to approach things. Embrace like let your your hands run free. Yeah. When you're making out, but just really like hold someone close. Yeah. Yeah. Don't really think too much about it because I feel like when you're if you think too much about it, you lose track of what it's what you're actually doing. I think like you were mentioning in one of your examples, you you yeah. you, you breathed intensely. Oh yeah. So with my first girlfriend, or well, my girlfriend at the time, um, we we're making out at university south lawn the classic south lawn mm. and i know it's my first time making out uh and i just didn't know how to make out properly so as i was making out i was i wasn't breathing through my nose so i'd be like oh yeah this is good and then i'd, oh, I'd take a deep take a deep breath and kiss her again i'd take a deep, deep breath again and she's like you know you can just breathe through your nose or i'm like oh really you know so yeah so, that, that yeah. was that was my experience so yeah Ah, see that promotes making mistakes. You learn from it. Yep, learn from it. She still made out with you. She still still made out with me. Still dated dated her for a while. Great person. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. There you go. But anyway, it gets hot and heavy. And a lot of the time this leads to, I guess, further acts, further parts of the process. Yeah, so like, Sean and I were discussing this. Like, should we talk about the sexy times because because it naturally just leads there. It but does naturally lead. We're there. not pros on these kind of things. Yeah, we just we just do what we do. <laughs> uh, so I, I guess we can we can keep it PG or, keep it PG. or M fifteen plus. Keep it PG. Um. So I guess after you get to the making out stage, and let's say you're in, in a very private area. I hope you're in a private area, not in a public area. You start foreplaying, right? And this could uh, involve touching in certain areas, like breasts ass or whatever anything that guys like <laughs> mm. um and of course this this can be either like be very intense um it can be gentle or soft it really depends on the mood that you guys have created together um, and again this is why like a date you need to kind of create that feeling of adventure create yeah that exactly that that escalation mm. you don't you don't you, you go from zero to ten yeah you, you don't to, go like, to zero to ten at brunch right <laughs> It's the main thing yeah. that we're trying to get across. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Then after that, um, to put it quite simply, yeah, the mouth goes places. Mouth goes places. It does a lot of work. Then the clothes go places. Yeah. And then um, and then uh, off you go. The hands go places. <laughs> yeah. And we'll leave it at that. Yeah. To your curiosity. Yeah. Thank you. Thank um, you. And I think that's it for today, guys. So well, we left. I, re- a, I really left hope you. A high point. I really hope you enjoyed. Um breaking the touch barrier yeah i think we the main thing from breaking the touch barrier that we really wanted to talk about was human touch is really important mm. and don't feel like you can get away with just speaking with words yeah don't feel like you can this is a dimension that you can kind of lack to be i don't know yeah, yeah. fully appreciate a relationship yeah um so 
there are a few ways to kind of improve upon that. Mm-hmm. A few things to sense yep. and just rejected. Just have the growth mindset where you're always continuously learning about yourself, about others, and it's okay to make mistakes, especially when it comes to touching girls. So yeah, we'll leave it with that. Thanks guys. Enjoy your Fortnite. Blue at the end.